A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You cannot win an argument with a woman. Because <laughs> I'm so calm, sometimes that can be my weakness, putting the accelerator on the aggression. That the will to win is the most important thing. I'm 22 years old, I should be a world champion when I'm 26. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Do this and you'll win. So it was extremely difficult to prepare for a fight we have never seen before. He had footage on us. We didn't have anything course, on him. Yeah. Well, we got footage now. Um, what should keep Logan Paul up anyway? Welcome back to The Process. This time we've been down. Riley, buzzing. Have you here, mate? I'm excited. Really Look at those hands! My hands are hands. Everyone says the same thing, Jeez, man. There's man. like triple XL. But. Uh, I'm really, really excited to talk to you because obviously there is a big event happening. But more importantly, really, I'm just fascinated about boxing, yeah. the boxer's mindset. And I think you're looking at it from two different angles. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about that. Um, before I get into that, just to say uh, there are loads of different guests that we've had on the process. Stephen Tries, Will and E. Uh, your boy Brian, True Geordie, Lawrence, uh-huh. loads of people. So go and check that out. It's on iTunes, Spotify, um, and obviously on the James Lawrence Allcott channel. And just remember, it won't be as good as my one. It won't be, no chance. Let's talk about you as a boxer first before we get onto KSI and, mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff, which is insane and uh, such a strange thing to you, for you to be going through as a 22 year old. But let's go back to the start then. Because you are, you're, and you know, Stephen tries to be fuming about me saying this, uh, you're probably the only person that I will uh, interview that could be a world champion at some yeah. stage. Well, you never know. Hopefully, well, we'll, get, hopefully we'll get other people the, on. But that's still. the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. That's what we're on the path to achieving. So. But that, the, the moment that you're in now, which mm. is having had just a few professional fights, yeah. that, for a lot of people, go, oh, he's just starting. But of course, you've got... A big, a whole extensive way. amateur career. Yeah, and so going back to stop that, can you remember your, be it in a ring or outside of a ring, can you remember your first fight? Uh, my first fight was definitely in the ring. Uh, <laughs> have, have you had fights outside the ring? I have, but good. my first one was I in the ring. I thought that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause, and I started at like six years old, so it didn't really leave much room to have fights anywhere else. Yeah. Um, Why did you start at six years old? Because my dad used to do it. Right. So my dad used to do it and then he tried it like and he tried putting it on to me and then I kind of just picked it up fairly quickly. So mm. that ever since then, yeah, I've just kind of Because seeing you know, seeing you on your YouTube channel, you yeah. generally pretty level. Mm-hmm. Which makes it interesting for you to be a boxer in, in my mind, and I might be totally wrong here and yeah. really naive about it, but there has to be that I'm guessing, there has to be 
aggression or ang- anger or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, so do you remember? Um, do you remember a moment in those early fights, those early bits of training, that tapped into that and that got you excited about boxing, or was um, it something else? Well, as a person, I'm quite, I'm quite chill. I'm quite level-headed because I feel like that's when I'm my most effective. Right. I don't feel like I'm effective when I'm angry. So, like, you, all right, so like, how did you learn that? Um, <laughs> women. <laughs> women. Yeah. Wow. Interestingly enough, like. That's interesting. And it, that could be doesn't mean relationship per se. It can be my mother, mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. Could be relationship. You cannot win an argument with a woman when you get angry. <laughs> Mate, I did not expect to hear this. It's true though, isn't it? But true. think about it, when you argue with anybody, but yes. more so women, you have to be level-headed because they will pick you apart. You know, they're perfect at making you the bad guy. Right. So if you get angry, you just give them more ammo. And Is same it? with your opponent, you know, when you, when you get angry, you can be losing a fight, you get angry, he just continues to do what he's doing. Mm. You, you will not win because you're not thinking of an alternative. You're just thinking, I'm frustrated. And then they say, okay, this is working. I'll keep doing it. And like, boxing is such a tactical sport. So I feel like when I'm level-headed, I'm my most effective. And going back to that, that first fight then. Yeah. Um, talk me through that. Take me there. Where, where, what, what, what? Uh, so my first like official fight that counted as a, as a win, because I had gym shows beforehand, which don't go on your record, but it just gets you used to um, fighting. Um, but my first official fight was in 2008 um, in Bexley Heath. Uh, and I, I won the fight convincingly, like it was pretty one-sided. There was a lot of nerves going in, you know. Um, but it was a good fight, it was a good fight. It was a harder fight than I, I should have had. What is your strongest memory of that? That fight. Uh, my strongest memory was there. There's a time when he's on the ropes and like, I would never do this now. 11, 11. I would never do this now. But there was a time he was on the ropes and I literally pulled my hand all the way back and like jumped in <laughs> right hand. And I think to myself like, wow, like, it, the aggression was good, but the the technique wasn't yeah. wasn't the best. So going back to aggression. Yeah. And as someone who is level-headed and understands yeah. the importance of being level-headed. Yeah. How do you, have you had moments where you've struggled to deal with that aggression? Like how, how do you take yeah. the handbrake off of the aggression when yeah. it comes to boxing? This is the thing for me, it's like putting the accelerator on the aggression, you know, because I'm so calm, sometimes that can be my weakness. You know, I feel like everyone's strength is their weakness and that's, that can be my weakness. Um, same way a boxer that has tremendous power is his strength, but it's his weakness because when he doesn't use it properly, he's easy to beat. The same with my temperament. So I'm so calm that when I, you know, I need someone to make me angry. I need that accelerator. Right. So it's more so not the handbrake. Are you able to um, do that yourself? I'm starting to learn it more myself. Yeah. Before it would be, um, you know, my dad would point into me or you'd say, come on, like rally me. But now I'm starting to get it myself. There's a lot more at stake in my career now mm. and I can't afford to have any hiccups based on me basically being too laid back. So I think I find it within myself, like if you want to succeed, you want to win, you're going to need a little bit of a, a bit more of a, yeah. you know, evil side type thing. So is yeah. there in those, those amateur fights and that's, there's a weird thing with boxing, isn't there? That, mm. that thing about never losing a fight, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, but those defeats are important. Extremely, extremely. When important. you're talking about your temperament and your strengths and your weaknesses, 
What weaknesses have you, did you find out in any of those defeats? What did you learn from them? Um, again, I've lost fights because I wasn't aggressive enough. I've lost fights because I didn't um, practice beating a certain style. Um, you know, boxing to the naked eye really looks like two guys fighting, which it is, but it's tactical. And there's certain styles in boxing that fighters can beat and there's certain styles you can't beat. Mm. And uh, I, I can beat most styles, but then there's a few times I've, I've met an, uh, an opponent and I didn't make the adjustments and I didn't learn how to deal with that style of fighting. Yeah. So the losses are extremely important because now I've had those defeats as an amateur. When I fight as a pro, I can still say I've seen that style before. Yeah. Whether it's with different gloves and a vest on or not, at least my brain can say, I've seen this before, we know how to tackle it. As soon as something is just completely foreign to you, your body goes into shock, you just freeze. Like, I actually don't know what to do here. Yeah. And you can't afford to do that in the ring. So, and that, I think that you seem very mature for your age, and that sounds really patronising, and I apologise for yeah, that. No, no, but my fine. point is, I, I think I can hear that from talking to you straight away, is that you're, you, you want the answers. Yeah. You like, is, yeah. is that what you, what do you love, is that what you love most about boxing? The, the element of that, like you said, to the naked eye, it just mm. looks like two blokes just trying to whack each other. Yeah. But the, the nuance of it, like it feels like as someone who, you don't need to be a trainer right now. No. It no. feels like you, you enjoy that element of it and yeah, you, you know, train a lot of different people. Is that because recently, you like the nuance? Yeah, only recently I've found a, a passion for the, you know, the, the, you know, the detailed hidden side of the sport. I done it for so long. I started so young. My brain never thought about learning that. It was kind of like I'll just do what I'm told and kind of just autopilot my way through. And only in the last three years, I would say I've actually thought about the mental side of things to add to my to add to my game right. to take me to the next level. I, because there was no way I was going to be a world champion just basically like just saying, "Ah, oh, cool." So I there was an element of like because that was one thing I wanted to. I mean, maybe skipping ahead a little bit in terms of a, a trainer. Mm -hmm. What more, more for you then, as a as a boxer? What is the one thing that that you need above anything else? Um, and that can be either generally or just you. What do, what do you need? If there's one well, characteristic, you need the will to win, no matter what jab you got, no matter what speed you have. It doesn't matter, unless you have the will to win, meaning not just when you're on top and dominating, when you're going to lose, you're on, the, you're on your way to defeat, you need to have to, the will to say, no, I'm going to make the adjustments, I'm going to put my foot down, I'm not having this today, I'm going to win. The will to win is the most powerful thing in competition, not just boxing. You need it whether you're playing darts, whether you're playing snooker, whether you're... Because when that guy throws the dart and he gets a 180, you need to get up out of your seat and say, I'm going to top this. I'm going to get as much as I can. I'm going to equal this seat. And it's the same in boxing. When you, the guy hits you, you need to hit back. You need to show you have the will to win. You can't capitulate under pressure. So looking forward to the next 10 years, how long do you want to box for? Well, I want to retire at 32. So yeah, a decade, I give myself a decade. Right. And then and I'm vanishing off to the sunset. Because here's something you said, you said the other day, and yeah. I thought it was really interesting. You're saying boxers are entertainers. Yes, definitely. And so this is what I find fascinating about boxers, is that I also think that there's the, the word ego. Yeah. The need for, need for an ego in boxing. It's essential. But, but at the same time, 
You also, here's another thing you said. You said that Conor McGregor would lose to Khabib. Yes. Because he'd had that big fight, because he had yeah. all the money, because yeah. he'd had that period of time. Away. Where, well, one away, but also just where everyone was uh, adoring him. So for you, looking at the next 10 years of your career, mm -hmm. how do you navigate the world of boxing right now? Because that need for being an entertainer, but the also the, mm. the precarious nature of having an ego. How do you balance those two? What, what do you think about when you look at that, that, that element of boxing? Um, boxing's always the priority. I feel like people forget what got them to where they are, you know, where, what made them a superstar. Conor McGregor is appreciated as a superstar because he came from a really humble beginning. He could fight. And the fights he won and the fashion he won them in made us adore him as, a, as an athlete, mm. not the suits he makes or the whiskey he drinks. And I feel like a lot of people fail to remember the core of what got them there. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not Jameson or whatever. You're not that guy. You're a fighter. Yeah. You're not Jamie. Yeah, you're, you're a fighter. So for me, it's like I do YouTube, yeah? I try and do a bit of clothing, try and do a bit of music. But mm. the, the main thing is boxing. When that fight date is announced, that's it. My YouTube channel always dies when I got a fight. You can tell by my views when I have a fight coming up because at the moment I don't have the team around me all the time to, to pick up the slack for when I'm not focused on my other ventures. Mm. So you can see they, they take a dip, but I don't mind because as long as I'm winning in the ring, everything else will pick itself up. But I guarantee you if my YouTube channel hits a million subscribers, and my record is three and two, my views will also go down. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta pick, you gotta prioritize what got you there and move forward. And that adds another thing for, for me, is that you're at this really interesting point in your career where you are now a professional. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of excitement about you. You have confidence in yourself as well. Mm -hmm. but I was reading this thing, uh, there's a book called uh, Ego is the Enemy. Mm. Um, and the book talks about, it says that ego, is, it's not something that you can naturally build or create. Is something that generally um, grows with success. Mm -hmm. But as I was saying, the, the problem is the bigger your ego gets, the more sensitive you get, the more you, um, you don't listen. Your, your perception of yourself is clouded. Yeah. And I think you're at a really interesting, exciting place in your career. But do you look, as someone who's one training someone else, but also someone who's sort of I mean, smart, yeah. mm -hmm. Do you think about that a lot? Do you think about the ability to keep your ego in check? Well, I hang around with people who don't, um, they don't use my company for, for their success per se. You know, everyone is original faces that have known me from how many years ago. And I spend a lot of time with those people. So I'm very used to feeling like I'm a nobody per, because I hang around with the people that know me to be just Vidal, you know, not the YouTuber, not the guy that trains KSI. And I feel like that's why me and KSI get on so well, because, you, you know, he's, he's looked at as like internet royalty over yeah, here. Yeah. And that's not even an overstatement. Like, he's the pioneer of this thing, you know, everything, all these YouTube opportunities that pop up is because he was so massive and then his friends became massive. And now we've all trickled down into this, into this network of making it a thing. Mm. But I, don't, I could care less. When I see him, if you can't, yeah. you, you need to learn how to fight. I don't care how many views you get, because the same amount of views that you have, 
those people will be watching you get knocked out if you don't learn what I'm telling you. So I feel like me and him have a good relationship because for the first time in a long time, he got someone just completely away from his network that is just here to help him yeah. genuinely and not care about what he what he brings to the table. Which is, there's an element of fortune in that, that he's kind yeah. of been able to find you. And I think actually there's, there's elements in each other that you can, you can see that you're both on different paths, but mm -hmm. you can understand the sort of the grind for, for each of you. Yeah. Um, going back to, you just said like, used that word like n nobody. Again, I just, sorry, I find it really interesting that like, the, the idea of, of confidence in boxers. Mm -hmm. And how do you then, because I think people watch this and often I like to talk about the process of how you, how you are, who you are. Yeah. And so for you in the next, again, in the next 10 years, understanding that it's entertainment, and, but also have being grounded, where do you find your confidence? Where do you look for? Where um, do you look for that? And where do you think it will be in the next few years? Because I think the reason I say that is I think yeah. you look at someone like um, Anthony Joshua. Yeah. And I think he's playing out the fears of a lot of boxers. He, oh. Who are yeah. nice guys, reasonable guys, believe in their talent, um, but also they... You know, there's the fairy tale of winning every fight, being a yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, it's a and hard he's task. He's going through that right now. Do you look at him and, and what do you think when you look at Anthony Joshua right now? I look at Anthony Joshua and I look at a competitor. I look at someone who genuinely uh, doesn't want to lose. Like he obviously he lost, but like you can see some fighters when they lose, they're like, you know, okay. You can tell that's been eating away at him. You know, his body language has changed, the way he's speaking has changed, his answers have changed. His and we're looking for it as changed. well, that's the problem. Yeah, and we're looking for it because there's a stage, you get to a stage in your career as a boxer when you fight to not lose instead of fight to win. And that's mm -hmm. why I said the will to win is the most important thing. As an amateur, I went 14 fights undefeated and I think around my 10th fight, I started fighting to protect the fact I've never lost instead of fighting to win. And against Ruiz, he felt you could see that he didn't want to fight Ruiz, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, he wasn't fighting to win. He was just fighting because he's like, pressure, don't want to lose. I can't lose. It's not about winning. Mm. But I feel like going into this fight, he's had a weight lifted off his shoulders. And it's like a thing where you can perform again, pressure free, because you have nothing to lose. Yeah. What you, everything you were scared of losing, you've lost it now. Now we might actually see the best Anthony Joshua ever, and he could go on to be a great. Well, it's such a moment for him, isn't it? Now, because because having had that loss, if he doesn't come back again, then that's really difficult. Yeah. Um, how do you feel if that if and when or that moment yeah. comes where you lose? Do you think you'll be okay? Do you think you'll be well, fine I've, with I've, it? Well, I've I've lost, you know, as an amateur. Obviously, I haven't lost as a professional, and you take the losses in different ways depending on how they come about. If yeah. you walk out first round, bang, get slept, you really start thinking, oh man, you know, am I cut out for this? And you lose a close decision, you're like, mm, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Let's and I think, I think with that as well, there's two, two ways of looking at that. It's one, um, your perception, your spin of that needs to be correct and needs mm -hmm. to be positive. But also, obstacles, obstacles are great. Like that's that's another thing about boxing, which I think yeah. is there's so many life lessons in boxing because you, unlike other things, you can often say YouTube or whatever, you can stay in your room, and you yeah. the, you don't have that many obstacles. You can just no. keep doing videos. You, keep doing you have a dude in front of your face who's trying to knock you he out. Can, These are real obstacles. So I guess mm. 
you kind of get used to those obstacles as well. And and you've got to, he's got to find a way of of getting over that obstacle. Now, yeah, right? like boxing is a boxing is a metaphor for life. It is, it is, and I've had losses in life, and you have to bounce back from them. You know, what can you do? You can't sit at home in your room and soak all day. You know, you, know, you can't say, oh, I'm not going to work today because I've been up, someone upset me. It's the same in the ring. You can't say, oh, I'm quitting now because I lost. Mm. It's like, okay, no, well, you ain't going to get anywhere. You have to have that bounce back in you. You've got to have that fight. And I feel like I'll be okay on that front because, I've again, I've been through a lot of things despite my age, and it helps my perspective in mm. the ring and and in life so and it comes back to that word that you yeah. talk about will isn't it i don't fear losing i don't fear losing um underachieving yes but not losing well, that, that was gonna be my next question like. yeah. it's a question i ask everyone uh, what keeps you up at night when it comes to your career what is what's the thing that nags at you what's the thing that you worry about when it comes to your career dare you say it can you do it can you be that guy can boxers say stuff like that no, what keep, yeah, I can, I can, I don't I'm just literally thinking how, yeah. how to voice it across. Um, I guess it's just the, the will to, like, just success, really. Like, I'm not content yet mm. on where I want to be in life. Some people are content with, you know, a certain amount of followers and subscribers and, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm not that person, you know. I, I haven't achieved what I've wanted to achieve yet. I haven't provided the lifestyle for my close ones, family, friends that, I believe I can provide for them if I fulfill my potential mm. or shall I say when I fulfill my potential yeah. and that's what keeps me up how can I rest knowing that I'm not where I want to be it kind of seems like the rest is misplaced you got to rest when you're there you know and ready to stop you know so so last question we'll get on to the training and the fight with yeah. KSI um, what um, what what's your vision for the future obviously mm. we never know what you want to achieve or sorry we never know if you're going to be able to achieve something or not that's life mm -hmm. but what is your your vision because i think that's another way of keeping uh, your ego in check when you've got that thing right down the road that you you're desperate to get to so my ultimate goal you're saying like my ultimate vision well, um, how do you see at 32 what will have happened oh well, where will you be should be a world champion um not saying how many belts i'm gonna have i'm not saying what weight it will be well we, we know it'll be cruiserweight i don't know if i ever be heavyweight champion of the world I haven't thought about that but should be a world champion, should be financially secure, hopefully have a nice family around me, my own personal family, I mean, not, you know, uh, and... Yeah, you don't just, want to be living at home still. No, <laughs> you know, you want to be out, you want to be, I want to have my own things, I should be independent, I should be a businessman, I should have, I should be able to put the gloves down and know that I'm, I'm still going to have, you know, a nice, comfortable lifestyle and I can branch out into other things and not feel like I ever have to come back into the ring. Yeah. That's really what I want to do. At 32, I shouldn't be in a position where I'm like, I might have to fight one more time because I didn't invest this properly mm. or I didn't pay my taxes, stuff like that. Yeah. I should be able to put the gloves down and say, I'm good, that's it. And so I guess once the gloves go down, then mm -hmm. you'll have a whole, you'll probably have 10 years of yeah, training, Yeah, I mean, I have 20, 20 million subscribers, that's yeah, And you'll have 20 million subscribers, which will be helpful. <laughs> um, let's talk about the training, because that's, yeah. that's one last thing I want to talk about when I talk about that book, that the Ego is the Enemy. They're saying that a good way of sort of taming uh, that ego, taming your pride, which gets again inflated when success comes, mm -hmm. is it, it's, um, it suggests, one, have the attitude that you can always learn more. But another one is saying, work with people of different skill levels. Yeah. So when I read that, I thought, that's a really interesting thing for, for you to probably be able to experience. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and what an unbelievable example of that, because you've got that ability to train someone whose skills are, are lower at this mm. point in time, but you get to put them in this world that is opening your eyes to a lot of things a that lot of things. all being well you know, with, with, with your career, you're going to see all of this with you standing right in front of it, but actually yeah. you're just to the side at the moment and watching that and watching that it go by, yeah. Um, how have how have you found training KSI, and what's mm-hmm. the thing that you've learnt from from training him that you've been able to take into your, your own um, athletic career? I've learned I've learned how hard the sport of boxing actually is. I've done it for so long. I started so young. I don't think about it. It's like you. It's like people have hobbies. Swimming, for example, swimming's a good one. I only learned how to swim last year. Yeah. There's people that have been in the for water. You, man. The, yeah, like I finally decided to learn how to <laughs> swim, guys. So yeah. But there's people that are in, thrown in the water from five years old. You know, they dive off a cliff into yeah, water. Yeah, like, yeah. water is their safe space. Mm. Um, and I learned that not, that isn't the case for everyone. Boxing isn't everyone's... It's not, they're not going to pick it up as easy because they haven't been doing it as yeah, long. Yeah. So it's developed a lot of patience in my character because you can't teach frustrated. Again, as we were saying, back to frustration, you can't do anything frustrated. Mm-hmm. With, uh, you can't do anything with a um, unless you're level-headed. No, of course, I'm a human being. What's, what's I get, the, I get, I get annoyed. The thing with KSI, he's such a big personality. You know, he's not the same on camera as he is off camera. He's much calmer off camera, but he still, once he gets the, uh, the knack to something, he believes he can run off with it and yeah. he kind of goes into his own cloud and bubble. But it's for me that like, I have to drag him back and say, no, you're not there yet. You know, this isn't, oh, okay. this isn't, this isn't YouTube. Yes. You're not the king of this. So it's ego You have again. to learn this. Yeah. But then the ego makes him the biggest, one of the biggest YouTubers in the world. Yeah. Uh, Do you think he's got the balance right when it comes to ego? Because I think you're saying the same kind of thing. Yeah. He's got the sidemen there to go, like, calm down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, he, he, you know what? A lot of people expect him to be totally yeah. different. They expect him to be a loud guy. He's not at all. And I feel like he's been, what, he's been famous since like 17, 18 years old. So being 26 now, I'm, he's had the years, I'm sure, of when his ego might have been getting out of hand and stuff. But now, you know, present, oh, since I've met him, which was 2017, he's been a cool, he's been a cool guy man, yeah. across the board. And, he's been, and yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. He's but brilliant he, in terms of... Uh, me, and him have a, me and him have a little back and forth and stuff, but there's a lot of respect there between yeah. us, a lot of respect. What's, um, why'd you get on? Because we both want to achieve, we both want to succeed. He wants to succeed in boxing right now, um, and that obviously ain't going to last forever, but it isn't about what we're trying to achieve. It's just the fact that we want to, we just have a winner spirit. We have a winner spirit. I have a winner spirit. He has a winner spirit. The people in the camp have a winner spirit. So we all get on because we're all trying to head towards one goal, which is just to be better mm. and to be literally the best we can be within whatever field. If he makes music, he wants to have the best album out. When I make music, I want to have the best. When he brings out a, a project, I know it's going to get millions of listens, you know, it's going to yeah. get way more listeners than mine, but I don't care. I, I hear it and I'm like, I need the quality of mine to be better. I want the music to be better. Do you know what I love about him? I think it's amazing that he, get like, with the music, he could have picked it up and, he try, oh yeah, tried it out, I put out a couple of videos and that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. Same with the boxing, he could have done Joe Well and could have left it. He's, for someone with such a spotlight on him, yeah. to be... 
relaxed and willing and fearless in learning something new. Like when you're saying there about learning to swim last year, that's amazing, mate. Because yeah. it's, people don't want to... I think he he's so... Um, so used to being out of his comfort zone. Yeah, he? like he's and in he every it. every box. You know, he tries to tick every box. And when you try and when you have that in you from young, you end up being in his position. Yeah. Twenty six, he's on top. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm twenty two years old. I hope in four years time when I'm twenty six, I'm on top. I should be a world champion when I'm twenty six. So. We were heading to the same place. We, we were heading to the same place. We come from totally different backgrounds, yeah, yeah. totally different backgrounds. And, and it doesn't affect us because he appreciates where I've come from. I appreciate where he comes from. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We need to win. Well, we're about winning. We're about achieving. So. Do, do you know what I wonder as well? Is I, I think you're in the same spot in terms of like the, the sort of arc of where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not like one guy's all the way there. I mean, he might be in that field. And actually probably that as well. Like him with YouTube and you with boxing, you're yeah. both, you know, experts. Yeah, in like I'm at a, yeah, I'm at a re- very like embryonic stage in my YouTube career and mm. he's at embryonic stage in his boxing career. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like a veteran in boxing knowledge and he's a veteran in YouTube. So yeah. it's just like... It makes the perfect balance. It makes it's the perfect balance, man. Looking forward to the fight. I'd love mm-hmm. to just quickly talk about the the evolution of of KSI's boxing. Yeah. So talk to me about those those two th- so three camps. It will be now. Yeah. What was the focus in the Joe Weller camp? What's so, the focus in the first Logan Paul? What's good question, actually. Yeah. The first camp wasn't about him understanding what he was doing. It was just like, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Do this, and you'll win. That, that was pretty much the base of the mental aspect. It's like, I have a feeling Weller's going to do this, so practice this, and don't worry about why. Because when you start finding why, when you start finding out the why to things, you stay, you, you ask more questions and more questions. You know, if I say to you, just jab, it's cool. You can sit here, you can be calm, you can just jab. When I say the reason why you throw it is because of this, the next question you'll probably say is, but what if the person does this? Then we end up getting into a long <laughs> right. discussion so about whys and ifs and maybes. Yes. But So the first camp was, we don't have time for this. It's August 2017. The fight's in February 2018. Just keep practicing these moves that I tell you and you'll win. And he did. Mm. The second camp was, Logan's obviously, a, he's going to be a harder fight mm. for you. Weller throws. Did you see that in, in, in KSI in terms of the, the training? He was like... This guy, this is different. It, what, in the, Both the size of the spectacle of it, but also the size of the dude in front. Oh, do you mean on the fight night or during the camp? Uh, uh, during the camp. Um, he was more, he was extremely confident because he just like, smashed the weller yeah, easily. Yeah. So he's thinking, oh, I learned how to box in August. By February, I'm selling out the copper box and I'm stopping guys. I'm the man. Right. Logan's a compare. We know this because he used to wrestle. Mm. You know, so wrestling is again that's a sp- combat sport that. It's in America, we know they take it serious as well. You've got to find answers, haven't you? Yeah, so mentally I was like, okay, this guy knows what fighting is. He knows what combat is and he's going to come all the way. He has the confidence to come all the way to the UK and believe he can beat you in your home country. Mm. So we knew it wasn't going to be a joke, but we didn't know what to expect. There was no footage on him anywhere. We, couldn't, we didn't know how to prepare for him. Was he going to use his range? Was he going to try and bully JJ because he's the bigger man? We didn't yeah. know. So, so what was the focus? So the focus was um, keep practicing what, you, what you've done for the first fight 
and it's kind of guessing like have anyone seen any pads so we saw like a bit of pads and we was like okay so he's, he's quite rangy you know we're gonna have to try and work around him we couldn't actually we didn't know what to do he had footage on us yeah. we didn't have anything course, on him yeah. so it was extremely difficult to prepare for a fire we have never seen before and what remember what i said at the beginning about boxing for so many years seeing styles and knowing what to do we could see that come fight night uh Logan had the advantage because it was something that JJ's never seen before. Yeah. And right. for the first two rounds, that was what was happening, and which is why he lost those rounds by so, a landslide. So as a trainer, were you prepared and ready to go, well, well I really need to analyse these first two rounds quickly. Yeah, yeah. So as a, as a coach, I'm in the corner like, okay, watch him. This is my first chance to see him. When uh, JJ comes back to the corner, I'm going to have advice. And because I've been boxing so long, Logan wasn't ever going to be anything I've never seen before. Um, and I know the amount of time he had to box as well, so it was kind of like you can. There's a certain like list of fundamentals that boxers don't know when they've until they've done it for a certain period of time. Uh, so when I was watching him, I was like, okay, he's making those mistakes, he's making those mistakes. But JJ's panicking, thinking, I'm losing, I'm losing. Yeah, yeah. So then you see if you watch it back, I have to erupt on him going out for the third round, like fight him, just fight him because you don't know what to do. Right. You're losing, like fight so or fight. fight him. Fight him, go and fight him, and wow. that's what managed to get the fight back to, it's to, but, to a draw. But there, I guess there's huge risk in that, though, right? In um, in just going, just like, just go. go oh, of course. But the question is, Do you this is a question. Answer? Yeah, this is a question. This is a question for you. Yeah, even though it's your podcast. Right, no, I like that. Bad. Finally, right? it's taken twelve. So 12 podcasts. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna throw you in a room with a lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say to you, James. Do you want the sword or not? Now, when he's in that fight or flight situation, it's risky, but it's like, are you going to let this lion just eat you or are you going to try and take the sword and, and try something? You have to. You've got to take the sword, you, right? take the sword yeah. right? You wouldn't go, right, you know what, just lock me in. It's like, you know what, maybe, maybe <laughs> I might get this lion with this sword. And that was our mentality. It was, if we're going to go into the deep end right now, at least try and swim. Don't just, <laughs> drown, don't just drown, like yeah. try and swim, right. try and float. Yeah. And that's why you could see how erratic he was because it was panic. But he was so well conditioned yeah. physically. He went through such a hard camp, grew it like physically on his body. He had the tank, he had the engine to fight at that intensity. And that is why I said the will to win is the most yes. important thing. Because and, and, he had that. And as well, in terms of like understanding how important it is to just go and do stuff, mm. he now has that. To hold yeah. on to, doesn't he, for this, for this and, next fight? And, and he has it in him because he's used it in other parts of his life. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, I got it in me to be a winner. I'm a winner. Yeah, yeah. You know, even his documentaries that can't lose, it's that mentality yeah. that I can't, I can't lose. I can't be defeated. I will win. And that mentality is what got him. I argue, I think he won the fight when I watch it back. It was extremely close and I will never, ever dispute the fact that it was a draw. Yeah. But you could have given him the fight. Logan didn't show the will to win. But I feel like we'll see that this time. Mm. And that's what's going to make the fight interesting. Um, so the focus for this camp then? Yeah. That? Well, we got footage now. Mm-hmm. So it's about looking at Logan, breaking down his style, breaking down his weaknesses, because everybody has them, from Lomachenko to KSI to myself. We all have weaknesses. It's about looking at them and teaching him the techniques to be able to exploit them. But also now he's been boxing long enough, it is teaching him the why. We have the time to learn the why now. And, and the why is the most important thing. Mm. You know, that, 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 
even it comes to anything simple when it like when I watch football, I don't know what's going on. I can <laughs> see the guys making a run, and I can see he might pass it to him. Yeah. I don't know what? why. Yeah. That's the and that's the difference. And now he's learning the why. You jab because this is when, this is what you do if, and that's why he's gonna win this fight a lot easier, a lot easier than okay. people think. So. I asked you earlier um, what keeps you up at night. Yeah. Let's finish with um, what should keep Logan Paul up at night? That's a good question. I like that question. Um, <laughs> that he's in a position, he's in a must-win situation. So is JJ, but he ain't the cha- at the end of the day, Logan's not the champion. Logan's not the champion. He came, he put in a performance, he showed that he can fight, but now... He's gonna. It's it's a matter of level playing field. First fight, he went in with an advantage because we didn't know what he boxed like. Now it's like these guys are watching me. They're dissecting me. So he better stay up and do the same, because if he doesn't, we'll see on the night who's looked at their mistakes from the first fight, and ironed them out, and who hasn't done enough of that, and um, has been exploited in the second fight. So what should keep him up is the fact that we're up and studying him. Thank you so much for sharing your time. No problem, mate. man. Excited no problem. to watch your career unfold. Yeah, um, it should be good. It should be fun. I tell you what, this fight's going to be insane, isn't it? Are you coming to the fight? If you can get me a plane ticket and a ticket no, to the big, I'm going to spread Premier League will suit you. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, go subscribe to Vidal's Vidal uh, channel. Um, channel. Where can I find you on Twitter as well? Um, Twitter is is it real? I S I T R I L. Same for Instagram. And yeah, might as well give my little clothing a follow as well. <laughs> it, uh, Real Athletics on Instagram and yeah, buy yeah. some bits when you're there. Follow him now to save yourself <laughs> the time later down the line when he's a world champion. Yes. He'll be doing it then. Um, thank you for watching this. Uh, if you want to check out the other ones that are on the James Lawrence Allcott channel, subscribe to the channel. We're subscribe also on to iTunes. the channel, subscribe. Cheers for And uh, I'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you. Cool, man. Thank you so much. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.